In a world where a comedy geek has decided to do a live show, three intrepid comedians will take the stage at the Swansea Fringe Festival to perform stand-up and sketches. Coming to the Grand Hotel Swansea on October the 7th at 5pm. Be there. Or don't. Because, you know, I'm doing stand-up, which I've never really done before, and me and Amy's trying and Dan's trying stand-up. We're all trying stand-up for the first time, really. It's all going to be a bit awkward, and the sketches are, some of them are okay, but, you know, some of them are a bit in there. But, um, you know, you could always come while our thing is on so you can get your drinks in and stuff ready for Sarah, who's coming after us. That might, you know, we'll be there when you're getting your drinks, basically. So, um, anyway, I hope I sold it to you, and uh, see you there. Good evening, comedy geeks, and we're here this evening with the beautiful, the talented, the wonderful Sarah Bridgman. I think we're going to say my name at the end of that, then. Oh, bring it down now. (laughs) This is just spectacular, carry on. Come on, Tom. You're hey. going to be box king. Hashtag beatbox fail. <laughs> I don't know what Um, he's gonna just laughing it off, isn't he, with the audience first? <laughs> 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 and he just, but he laughs along with the audience, doesn't he? Mm. And then he just has like a comeback, which is like. Mm. I was saying, um, I don't, have you heard of Nick Helm? Uh, uh, yeah. He's on eight out of ten cats sometimes yeah. and stuff. And I was a massive, I still am a big fan of his, and uh, been up to Edinburgh a few times. So his last show, he's becoming more and more big now. Yeah. So it's like, I remember seeing him in like a tiny room, you know, well, by Edinburgh standards. But the last show I saw, you know, he's in a, you know, quite a big hall. I think it had, must have had like 500 people in there. And Jimmy Carr was in the audience. Because <laughs> you could hear his laugh, because he's going... And he stopped and went, oh, come on, Jimmy. We don't all come along to your comedy shows and laugh. <laughs> 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 he's like, oh, please still have me at 8 or 10 cards. Oh my gosh. really good. Yeah, he's really funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you go up to see, to watch Edinburgh? Have you performed up there as well? Yeah, this year. I, I, um... Oh, yes, of course, you just come back from it yeah, as well. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you saw, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, how was it? It was really good. Are we recording now? Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, so, yes, it was brilliant. Um, it was really good fun. I, I, <laughs> as with a lot of things in my life, I did it on a whim. Um, it was like three, four weeks before Edinburgh, uh, rough as night, Ali Hancock and John Collins were like, I, I was like, no, I don't know what to do in a week off, should I go up to Edinburgh or not? And, uh, they were like, well, why didn't you apply to do your show? Cause I've got a show that I've done, uh, early on in the year. And I was like, mm. I was like, it's too late. I'm never going to get in now. And they were like, yeah, you will. Cause with the PBH free fringe, lots of people just drop out like on on the day on day one they just won't turn up so they said you've got a really good chance of getting a room so i applied and like with a week to go um they said yep we'd like to offer you a room and it was like half past nine and the venue was near you know on the map it looked like a good venue and stuff How do, do they like vet you then first? Do they, no. Like, is it actually a stand-up? They're supposed to. I mean, 
Dave from down the road who wants to have a go. I mean, when you think about it, even just one venue, anyone can anyone can apply for the free fringe. It's just expensive to like. Okay, the free fringe is you get the venue for free, and when you get something for free, <laughs> it, it's not that great to be I honest. I saw Chris the venue Chopin's itself. room, and it was a, it was like a cupboard. Well, my room was like three doors down from Chris Chopin's. Mine wow. was a slightly bigger cupboard, oh. and that whole floor was the solicitor's office. So on the ground floor was a pub where the holy thos of the pub is the three broomsticks, which is like part of Harry Potter. So for some reason, which I think was probably to do with magic or something or Harry Potter, they don't have a sign up to say the name of the pub. And on the road as well, there's no other venues on that road. On the map, it looks like it's from the corner from Cowgate, which it is. And Cowgate's huge. There's loads of venues on it. But this road, you know, it's literally the only PBH venue. And on the same time as my show there were there were five other shows on at the same time and because I'd applied late um I wasn't in the brochure and people tend to have the brochure and go oh what what should we watch yes what do we fancy watching that's not Dave from down the road (laughs) (laughs) did you get leafleters in I saw loads of people advertising for leafleters for their shows yeah yeah I mean I I learned loads I learned so much as in next time (laughs) you know if I did go up and do a show again Things like it's worth maybe saving up and paying for a venue because I know other people that have done that and they've just about broken even, but they've paid for a decent venue, for a tech, and it makes you look more professional. Um, also, they paid for flyers, and I think that's totally invaluable. Um, but I, I had such a good time. I mean, I, I mean... Sounds like it was you were just dipping your toes in the water this Kind time of, time yeah. Do, do and, like... Yeah, and I'm yeah. terrible for just going, let's just do it. It'll be great fun. Yeah, and but then, I, I quite you know, like that approach. That's, that's the kind of thing I, I do. do. It is great, um, but it does mean <laughs> that your anxiety levels go through the roof. <laughs> and um, and also with, with comedy, it's very supportive. I listened to the Shani Thomas interview and she's saying, oh, comedy, everyone's so supportive. It is supportive, but I'm also, I'm, I've been doing it for a long time. And I'm also very aware that people are very judgmental and they were all the other comedians will just be like, oh, so this has happened. Ooh, what do we think about that? Oh, then? And I'm like, Ugh. you know, so I'm Gulp. a bit aware of that, uh, but which you shouldn't be. You should just ignore everyone and do whatever the hell you want, really. Yeah, I, I had a really good week. I, I was thrilled because I I was panicking. I will admit the first few days I was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? You know, I'm a 45-year-old woman. I should be, you know, doing this, that, and the other. I shouldn't be up here with 18-year-old bloody drama (laughs) students fannying about, you know, spending all this money. But um, I just... I went through a real up and down journey because like on day one, I mean, I had so much support on Facebook. So I was like really aware and like people go, oh my God, you know, people who aren't in comedy or not in performance in any way. And they were a bit like, oh my God, she's going to Edinburgh. She's made it, guys. Oh my God, oh my God. And I'm like, no, no. Oh my God. Oh my God. In a world. Totally. Yeah. And it's like, 
you can't explain to everyone, guys, this isn't, I haven't, you know, it is great that I'm going and I'm really chuffed, but, you know, I've been to the Brighton Festival, I've been to the Leicester Festival. It's, it, in a way, it is just taking a show to a festival. It's just a festival day of knowledge, isn't it? It's just a festival, guys, you know. Yeah. And I, I just felt really, I was just like, oh, it's just so unaware. You know, I mean, I mean I've read this, you know, I'm not completely green. I have read up on how to do Edinburgh, but I was very much like, oh, I'll just, you know, I just printed three posters off. <laughs> I liked I saw the poster it was a really good poster to be fair oh thank you like that a magazine so... cover wasn't it yes it was totally my idea and they're my all my jokes on on the mat on the thing and Zach Williams um who does the most best podcast he actually did it for me I think I could do it now but he did it for me and um yeah I'm chuffed with that but it didn't get people in through the door <laughs> at all no taste um, yeah I mean he's just competing against thousands of other shows on and you know you think there's so many venues and on that particular time there's so much other stuff but I invented what I think was a really cool way to get people into my venue which was basically to wait till everyone had gone into the other two shows that were much were flyered to high hell so they were oversubscribed <laughs> so when the people mm-hmm. couldn't get into theirs I'm like oh hey guys I just happened to be starting my show if you want to give me a punt and they were like oh let's see what this is then so my oh, audience see Dave from down the road <laughs> Yeah, well, Dave is full, so Next if you want year. to see something, Next year. Yeah. come on into my show. I have cake. That's how I sold it. And um, did you have cake? I did. I had. Uh, I have an, in my show. There's an interval mm. uh, where I give out Jaffa cakes. Jaffa cakes. Controversial. Mm. I know. Is are they cake? cakes? Is it a biscuit? I say yes. They're, they're a cake. Spongy, they're spongy, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. They are a cake. Yeah. They're a rubbish cake. They're the world's worst cake. But um, the best biscuit. The best biscuit. Debate. Controversial. I I don't actually like orange, so they're dead to me. It's orange jelly, though. There's nothing. I don't think an orange has even been waved over the jelly of that. If that's orange, it's like orange made in. Contains 0.01% of orange. (laughs) Orange extract. (laughs) Extract of the extract, orange. How does Edinburgh compare to your very first? Oh my God. Do you know what though? To be honest, I mean, I did have such a journey because like day one, I had no audience. I had one person, Nathan Webb, came to and went, oh, I've come to see your show. And uh, <laughs> it, I was again. Like, oh, I've come to see your show, I have. That's my Nathan Webb impersonation. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, really bad, I've uh, come to see your show. Like, yeah. So <laughs> he uh, he was brilliant, actually, because there was no one there. So he was like, oh, sir, come on, let's just go over it. You can practice ready for tomorrow. I was like, oh, God, what have I done? It kind of hit me that I was like, oh, you're so and I just thought oh, I'll fly for an hour beforehand I'll get people in and I, I've been telling the other act because I'm very much like hey guys let's all be friends in every situation and all the other acts I had um, a guy on who he was Scottish so he was local he was selling his act as local Scottish comedian and he was like selling out every night that's um, the draw though isn't it the local yeah he's going to be big you know he's he's basically doing all the jokes about Edinburgh and about, about Scotland so there were like you know people who would normally be in the Glee Club on the weekend kind of trick tripping along really looking forward to his show so the people who couldn't get into his were coming to see me and there was another show next door which were lgbtq plus 
and they were lovely these uh these girls they were all like very happy and young and very like smash smiley and stuff so their audience so i had a mix of people who were very mainstream who wanted very mainstream comedy and um left-wing liberal um lesbians basically so quite a lot of pressure very beautiful. <laughs> it was so beautiful and none of them Aww. wanted to see me so uh you know but they were there for the cake and we had some great <laughs> or, I, had, I had a great time i had a really good time so i had four uh out of seven i had four shows that went brilliantly and they were just so much fun That's cool. and uh i one lady when she I had two people come on the strength of my flyer for the whole week and uh, the guy liked it the husband liked it but the the woman basically grabbed me by the arm and went you're very brave as she walked off so (laughs) lovely but uh, not normally the response you're after yeah um for for next year yeah, very brave. From last year's show. She's very brave. Yeah. She came all the way up from South <laughs> Wales. All the way from Wales, bless her. From a wee little town. <laughs> and they, they were lush. So I, I had a massive, um, you know, a massive learning curve. That's not what people want to hear, is it? They want to go, oh, yeah, smashed it. But I, you know, I had a great time. I had one, that, so I had uh, four out of seven great shows. I had one that was just in front of this guy I really fancied. And Nathan Ware, basically. And it was... I was so embarrassed. I was just basically going, oh, guys. And, and they were both performers. And they, I was going, so uh, let's let's not do this, shall we? It's all right. And the, and uh, this guy that had come on to say it was like, well, it's up to you. And Nathan was like, oh, come on, sir. Just get on with it. Do it. You know, do your do show. It. Come and on, I was just way. like, no, Nathan, no. Why can't you be telepathic? Um, <laughs> I was like, dying. So that was my last one then. So it was, it was really good fun. I had a great time. And I've forgotten the original question. Sorry. Oh, how does it compare to your first Ooh. ever gig? Well, interestingly, comparative. Because my first ever gig is the most nervous I've ever been in my life. I started making little, what I call squirrel paws for an hour before I went on stage. I've never done that before or since. I've done a lot of performance, really. I've got an A for my GCSE drama. So, you know, I, I know what, what I'm doing. And I've got a voice uh, for radio. <laughs> I have a voice for radio. I'd have B in drama GCSE. No, so. how do you get a B in drama GCSE? <laughs> B how for was... brilliant. Uh, B, for, B for, he was very brave. <laughs> B for Bradley. <laughs> my, my, my school didn't do drama GCSE. But I did, get, I did win the Senior Drama Award. Oh, did they make one my just for you? Depiction of the father in a boy drama. My father. Wow. Mm. I hope he didn't mess up your lines because we know what that. Uh, <laughs> I, that's where yeah, would have been like for, for the whole <laughs> first part of it. It was uh, the idea is that you sit on the edge of the stage and you're reading from your diary, and I was just reading. Nice. <laughs> I'm not very good with lines. I don't. That's that has always been my worry about doing anything live. Yeah. Is I mean, how do that's you? How do you? How do you? How do, though, you, do, how do you? I mean, Dan took the mick out of this as a question, how do you learn your lines? Because <laughs> Dan was like, well, you learn them. But, you know... <laughs> no, there's lots of different methods. Yeah, yeah Dan. Yeah, I know, I know. I know. But ultimately, <laughs> you have to learn Tom them. is currently giving Dan the finger. <laughs> Two fingers. <laughs> Two fingers. Yeah, because yeah, you were saying like, you can record them fingers. and listen back to them. How do you... <laughs> White chocolate Cadbury fingers. Do you know what? Other fingers are available. <laughs> is this still to do with me giving Dan the finger? <laughs> how do you go about learning your... Material then. Well, that's a very good question. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why. This was why I was stressed out for the week in terms of my. Um, I still haven't answered your question, have I? Sorry, I'll go back to oh, your stuff question. Don't worry about it. Oh, is that right? <laughs> that's my question. Basically, I was. I went nervous again. Okay, yes. so I was nervous the first time I did. I went nervous, not as nervous, but I was a bit nervous. 
learning my lines for it. Well, it's material. It was a, basically it was a mashup of uh, the best material, the stuff that works the most for the last few years, couple of years. And I do stuff on, you know, <laughs> this is what made it so excruciating to do this in front of someone I really quite fancied. Um, and it yeah, was cause quite it's about being fat, fat, single, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and a woman, basically, my show is. So, um, all relatable to those two guys then yeah two blokes <laughs> two perform one of which is the tallest man i've ever seen in my life and and he's known as skinny stan so it was like oh, it's so Hello, relatable skinny stan yeah hi guy hi <laughs> i'm out with myself <laughs> he lives in sheffield it's too far away so there's no worries he's but, a really big fan of the podcast actually he's just i'm sure he us the other day here's my number <laughs> no i'd be running for the hills I'm hey sure. stan are you single <laughs> He is. That Ooh. was the thing, because it's part of the thing. I was because um, I, you know, I rely very much on audience participation and chatting. I get comfortable by chatting to people and going, mm. "Hey, girl, get to know them." Mm. And yeah. you thought you came here for just a podcast, but let me show you <laughs> through the door, come <laughs> bachelor number oh one. So no, anyway, he actually did a show in Edinburgh that was genuinely really good. So I'd recommend anyone see it. Your, your style of humour then is reality. It's it's, it's like um, based on experiences as well. Yes. So my stand up is basically everything that's ever happened. It has. If if I'm saying it on stage, I I can't. I know there are acts out there that can just totally make it up. I can't. So it's very much. I'm imagining. I'm like you know that moment when you like you're seeing your friends for coffee, or whatever, or for a drink, and you go, "Oh my god, girls, this is what happened this week to me." Mm, yeah. That's, yeah, I know that. Feeling, yeah, yeah, you know that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that happened. A lot of the times we, we sit together and talk about that. Don't we, that's how we? Tom and Dan met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's how I do my stand up. It's very friendly, warm, relatable to women. Anyway, I've got to learn to be more relatable to men because uh, they do not like it when I. Start yeah, surely they'd appreciate a, a female's take uh, on uh, things. Oh, Amy. Maybe. Amy. Am I naive? Amy. <laughs> Depends okay. on the bloke, really. Uh, in my, and this is a very non-scientific study, but if, if they're over the age of like 40, 45, uh, married for donkey's years, uh, they, they'll either smile in a very patronising manner and be very supportive, or they they look like, ugh. When's the woman gonna get off stage? You know, but under that age, they, I think people have learned how not to be sexist. Um, but it's a certain age group, quite often. It's the women, the the wives will love it, but the you know the women will love it, but the men and not so much the older men. I've I have noticed. to bring this up because you are a hero. Yes. Um, oh, thank you. I, I, I was telling the guys, <laughs> I saw you deal with hecklers yes. at uh, a venue in Swansea, and mm-hmm. the way you dealt with them was brilliant. They were so embarrassed that they left oh, the venue. Yes. Yeah, they were, they were, they were horrendous. Were they the ones at Tino's? Yeah. Yeah, oh my but God. But the way you dealt with them was marvellous, and they, oh, they just, I, I just thought, you know. I, I respected you anyway, but that was that was amazing. If you're a person who shows up at stand-up gigs and just heckles oh. and ruins the night for yeah. everyone, well, if you're I listening, felt, yeah. don't do it. Not cool, not funny, not impressing anyone. They were trying so to be funny, but they really weren't, and nobody was supporting them. Everyone no. was supporting Sarah. There's a nice way to heckle, <laughs> isn't there, where you're involved in the act. 
that's the kind of heckle I normally yeah. get. Yeah. Is when people, like, I always remember there was this woman I was just chatting away and she just blurted out, Oh, you're like Bridget Jones with the Alsatian. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> See, that's quite a, quite a hey? funny heckle. I don't know how you'd respond to that. <laughs> I just went, uh, Yeah, we can chat later if you like, because what, they, what the audience don't realise is that it, this isn't a conversation. This is, you know, I've, I've thought of it's these jokes. It's this a is, script it is almost, act, isn't it? It's yeah. kind of it's a, a script. isn't it? And I'm good at improvising. I'm good at coming away and dealing with that. But it, it can be a pain in the arse. I'd much rather just go and perform and feed off the audience. But as in energy, not as mm. in having to... Because it, it stops the flow as well. Yeah. I've been to a lot of shows as well. Mm. And they give rules before. Yeah. And say, right, the rules are, if you like something, laugh. If you don't, shut, shut up. up. Be quiet. Yeah. 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 And basically, Being don't interfere. Yeah, that's don't some, ruin one it of the for main everyone points. else, isn't it? Because yeah. everyone's paid to be there. And... Yeah, and put your phones. Yeah. It's just general yeah. manners and common sense, you would think. Yes. But some people, some audience, and I've heard them say it. They're like, they think you're in trouble. They think, or they're embarrassed, or they're like, oh, I, you know, if you're the type of person like, don't worry now, I'm Brenda, I got it, I'm going to sort this out. <laughs> you know, if they're the one that's always in charge, and they're like, oh, it's time to me, because it depends on where you are. Because you might be gigging in in a pub where it's it's whoever's in the audience it's their pub and you're a visitor to their pub and actually it belongs to them and you're you know and some comedians don't get that that you're doing mm. it maybe an open mic night or it's a, a comedy gig and it could be that this audience have not asked for this comedy gig yeah you know they've yeah. they've come to the pub to play pool or whatever as they usually do on a wednesday night and you've got some bunch of idiots going hey we're doing comedy you know so it'll it's not always in a in a nice venue where you're seated and whether you know it could be that the Somebody's gone up to the landlord and go, oh, I'll tell you what, uh, get uh, people in here, well, they love in here liking us. Uh, bit of stand-up comedy, that's what you need in here. And the landlord's going, oh, yeah, okay, let's give it a go. And, and you know, and the, the punters are like, what, I want to play pool? Or, or you, sometimes there's just one person who wants to play pool and doesn't want to join in. And I've, I've had some cracking gigs at, at venues like that. Uh, and I enjoy it because you could have a whole... You can have a look at a whole audience where you're like, they, they will literally give you like maybe one or two jokes and they're kind of looking at you. And if you don't deliver those two jokes, they're like, no, we're off to play pool now. And I, I've been at a few gigs like that where um, I've won and got them to stay and a, a few where I've lost and they're, they're off playing pool and they don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. And some of it's half and half. But yeah, yeah it's, it's really, I find it all very interesting, the psychology of audiences and... You yeah, find that with really bands advice. as well, mm. don't you? Like, you can go and play a gig and get the same response. Yeah, you don't think that with bands because you just think... The good thing with a band, though, I suppose, is you get you get to sing. It doesn't matter so much, I suppose, if people are talking. They don't have to really sit and face you, know, you and I've done, I've done some pretty cringy open mic nights back in my younger days. Yeah. Um, yeah, again... Totally relatable. Yeah. Know, people just want to play pool. No, we're moving yeah. the pool table now because there's a guy with an acoustic guitar who's going to sing his own <laughs> songs at uh, you. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. And songs some... about death and like, oh, God. oh my dog dies. Yeah. Fake, man. Really? I, I used to have this one song in my repertoire which was called Beer Money. And I played it once. I wrote it for a laugh. It was a novelty song about beer. I sang yeah. it once at this open mic night and every time I went back there I'd just get asked to play that 
all oh, that's the time. So cool. And I, uh, but like I wrote Do all these other songs. Do you want to sing it for us now? No. Be a, be a money. There will be a link in the uh, podcast. Um, yeah, and it just used to annoy me because I used to write all these other songs that I thought were really cool and people just kept no, asking me for that. Oh, do that one we did uh, the other week. Oi, beer, we love beer. <laughs> so, but yeah, but then you just do it, don't you? Because it's, it's like you, you know, were like Oasis being asked to do Wonderwall one more time. <laughs> or sex is on fire. Yes, I felt just like Noel Gallagher. Yeah, that's exactly right. Is there any as well sort of um, jokes or comedians or style of humour that you really like and you shouldn't? Like a guilty pleasure? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I guess Lee Mack, I guess. I love Lee Mack. He's such a good like performer. Um, he's amazing. Have you ever seen him on like Graham Norton? And he like, oh my God, did you just, he's like, he is like a rapid fire. Very quick. Double yeah. quick. And it, I, I, it would break my heart if that was all material because they're all chatting away and he's just bipping in. And, and there've been sometimes Graham Norton, I've been a bit like, mate, Lee, calm down. Let, you know, let Sharon Stone tell us her basic instinct story, please, will you? Sharon you know, Stone. You know, because he's just, like, <laughs> bipping in. So it's the first person that came to mind. But, um, yeah, so I guess... I guess so. Guilty pleasure. Yeah. I, only because some people see him as a bit too mainstream, I guess. But yeah, it's it's, he's got that panel show yeah. image now. It's quite hard to shake off, isn't it? So he's just had to go with it, isn't he? Yeah. But, I mean, he is brilliant on, you know, Would I Lie to You? He's amazing. Opposite, opposite, full stop. opposite David Mitchell. The two of them yeah. play off, off I love each the three, other so those well. three. Rob Brydon, yeah. you know. Mitchell I'm going to go and... see him soon. He's in, uh, What's that, that? he's in Wales in September. Oh, yeah, I remember looking at he's the He's going to be on the podcast, going... aren't you, Rob? Yes, <laughs> Rob. Just in case he's a big <laughs> fan. to be listening to this one. Rob, are you listening? If you're internationally. What, what sort of inspired oh, you? Now then, now yeah. then, now ooh, then ooh, ooh, next ooh. year, it's not that they need me advertising them. Um, I'm going. I've already me. got my tickets. Tell me about the dates, but yeah, Rob Ryden, I thought it Nima, was this year, and then and I realised no, it's two thousand Mitchell. Yeah, oh my God, that's a good lineup. I'm gonna be I knew what you were talking about before you even said it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that that's it. I'll probably think of loads later, but you know, ones that you're not meant to like. But, um, but I guess people would be like, oh yeah, it's, that's cool. It's okay to yeah. like him. But yeah, yeah. Like, I I I know Peter Kay is a bit controversial. Some people like Peter Kay. But I saw brilliant. him, before I started doing comedy myself, I saw him at the, I call it the CIA, but it's not. It's Motor Point Arena. CIA. CIA. Yeah. Um, It'll and always be called the CIA. Mm-hmm. ever. Peter Kay. It was like my month of bungalow tour, I think. So good. And it, this is a long time ago now. Must be, must be about 17 years ago now. It was really, really good. It's like his second tour, I think. So How- I, li- I like Peter Kay stand-up. I don't like his... Like Phoenix Knights or oh, I love <gasps> Phoenix Knights. Get out! Oh, I love Phoenix Knights. This amazing. is Tom's room, but Tom, get out! <laughs> <laughs> it's your office. Yeah, everyone's ostracised from my own office. Thanks, guys. My favourite bit of Phoenix Knights is where he's um, he's washing his hands and he puts them under the dryer and it's just like under the dryer and then as the dryer finishes he just goes and up covered in piss oh yeah <laughs> I love that bit oh I love nice. the second series is the black bin bags can yeah you get um, your black, get bin bags. black bin bags 
<laughs> I'm not fit till December. <laughs> it's very, it's very, very British, isn't it? That's what I love about it. It's yeah. Brought back that old style of sitcom as well that yeah. kind of gone very unfashionable, isn't it? And then... Well, it was just so true because I used to go, like my parents go to a social club every week. I mean, honestly, Friday, I've, I've been seriously, not ill in hospital, but really ill. And my mum's like, oh, it'd be, it'd be all right for me to go to the club tonight. Oh, I love that. Like, <laughs> She lives Priorities. for the social club. Oh yeah, and uh, but every you know when as a teenager and that you'd go with them because a dad would buy all the drinks and b you could buy a whole like shared loads of drinks. Oh, for, like, so cheap, like one pound fifty for like a round. You know, it was crazy, and it's still really cheap now. But every now and then they will say to me, "Oh, do you want to come up the club?" I'm like, "No," because the last time I went up, honestly, it was all anyone could talk about was their gammy knees and the yeah. You don't ask anyone how they are. Like, you oh, avoid oh. that question. Although, if I ever feel really old, I go, because I feel really young. Uh. <laughs> Don't go at Christmas, though, because someone will try and kiss you on the dance floor. Oh, and you're like, oh no, thank you. <laughs> I actually wanted to do comedy when I was 18, 19. Wow. Yeah, and I was in London for, like, a summer. I was, like, looking after these two children. It was three-year-olds, you know, I was paid to do it. I didn't just turn up and go, I'm looking after you. And uh, I went to a couple of open mic nights. But you know when it's... That would have been back in the 90s and it it just looked like so like, oh my God, that's pie in the sky. That is no way I could do that. And... uh and brave at that age yeah, as well. Just, really I didn't young. do it. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted oh, to, but right. I didn't oh, do it. Don't get me wrong. I wish I had because I yeah. probably would have got somewhere maybe, right. you know, because... <clears throat> There's just so much competition. And there was barely, and most of it was happening in London then. Uh, I came back to Swansea, maybe when I was about 20, and there was a comedy night. And actually, I went to a drama group. I was, because I was a bit older than the other kids, I was about 18 and they were 16. I was like, like an older counsellor type of thing. I remember making them do, I was going, right, guys, we're going to do comedy. Uh, you've all got to write five minutes of comedy. And I booked the Swansea Grand Theatre Cafe. At a oh, Saturday yeah. lunchtime, and made the guy. And I was MCing, but I would go up my clipboard and go, "Right, well, I'm comedy now. Welcome <laughs> to the stage, uh, Dave, or whatever, you know." And he'd come up down his ass. I go, "Right, next." I was just uh, such awful. a leader, just, oh, bossy, <laughs> bossy. That's what it is. And uh, yeah, so I did that when I was eighteen, nineteen. Thought, right, I'm never doing that again. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, they all was it? Was it to me. the experience, or was it the people? <laughs> I mean, we were trying to perform comedy about, you know, when we, this is before the internet, so none of us knew what we were doing at all. I didn't even try. I just went, right, well, I'm comedy now. Come on, get up, get up there, do, do your comedy. You were uh, trailblazing. I was trailblazing. So even then, I was, like, trying to put nights on for people. But, uh, yeah, and I, I just thought, oh, well, I can't possibly do that. <laughs> and then fast forward, you hit your 30s, and you're a bit like... Oh, right. I actually got my dream job of being a trainer, sort of delivering training. Yes. I always wanted to be like a corporate style trainer. Um, so I did that. And I thought, well, if I manage to do that, what what about going for what I really want to do, which is something in performance? So um, I thought, well, I know. With, with acting, it's tough. You don't know how to get into it. But with comedy, you just do it, don't you? You just write it and you do it. Get so, on with it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You just have to just do it. And there was a comedy night in Swansea and I went along, went up to the woman running it and went, oh, I'd quite like to give comedy a go. And she went, yep, we'll definitely put you on because you're a woman and not many women want to do it. So just let me know when you're ready. I was like, yes. 
So sexism working in my favour. And yeah, so that's when I did it for the first time. Was it nearly 10 years ago now? Wow. Yeah, I've never And now back. you're running your own comedy night. Yeah. Which is brilliant. Yeah, I've run loads over the years because um, it's a way to get, you know, stage time. Just yeah. for anyone listening, explain a little bit about the comedy night that you... Uh, so, Rafaz. So, uh, my comedy night that I... That, what I've run. <laughs> what I run. What I run. Um... <laughs> Okay, so Refaz is an open mic comedy night, but um, it's a comedy night for comedians. So say you, you have a hobby, potholing, for example, is your hobby. Ah, <laughs> you, you, Bradley. Um, you would maybe find a potholing club, wouldn't you? You'd go along and talk about potholes. With comedy, um, I wanted to make it a, a comedy club that as comedians, you go along as a comedian, you go along and you stay and you support the other acts, but it's also somewhere you can go and you can you know, support each other and socialise and have somewhere to be all nerdy about comedy and, and talk about it and stuff. So that's the, the plan behind it. And for the first, it's been going, we're having our third birthday on the 19th of September in Mozart's in the Uplands in Swansea. So everyone's welcome. Uh, if you've never done comedy and you've always thought, I'd quite like to give comedy a go, then uh, we're on Facebook. So it's the Rafaz Comedy Group on uh, Rafaz Swansea, I think it is. You join the group, answer the couple of questions. And it's Do you have really... to tell a joke, I think? Was that um, one of the criteria? <laughs> no, that somewhere. <laughs> you don't have to. Some people point blank refuse to tell jokes. They think they're telling jokes on stage. The point behind it is it doesn't matter. You can get it. You get five minutes. It doesn't matter. You, you, you just trying to be funny but no one's gonna go well I'll, they you know that you'll always get a spot next time even if you shit and a lot of people are crap because when you start out you crap at everything everyone it's, has to start yeah somewhere. you've got to start somewhere so it's a very friendly very supportive place to start and if you're a more experienced act it is somewhere where you can go and get confidence in new material maybe um, yeah, and see if it's a bit it, of an ego boost. Yeah, and it's, it's like, very good. It's an immediate feedback response, isn't yeah. it? When you're doing yeah, stand-up. I mean, we have had um, some acts do racist or sexist or paedophile stuff because I think, <laughs> especially yeah, because some people they just go there, <laughs> so, and I'm not I'm not into censorship at all, and I'm like, well, if that's what you want to do, fine. It, I find it hard to make that funny but if if that's your thing and you want to make that funny that's fine Tom's just deleting a but, document off his uh, stand-up folder on his computer but it's a new act that you know i mean every you know yeah, comedy's very subjective and i think it's whatever would make your friends laugh is what you should be doing on stage yeah. it should be as close to you as possible but having said that if that's not you if you want to do a character if you want to do sketches that's absolutely fine but, you know, I just but think the most successful... you might need to get new friends. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if that's what they're finding funny, you probably shouldn't well, have friends like that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, it's such a sensitive time as well. And I've had, yeah, some acts have gone on and done that kind of stuff, but they haven't had, you know, they're new to it and they haven't had the courage of their conviction. Mm. So they'll do, like, half the joke. See everyone's faces go. Oh, yeah. it's like, my commit, God. commit. Yes. They remember halfway through the act that they're not Frankie Boyle, and then yeah. think, oh yes. Oh, maybe I should make fun of blind people. Uh, you know, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, they're not Frankie Boyle, and you know, and there's going to be a successor to Frankie Boyle, I'm sure. But I think for your first gig in in 
<laughs> in front of a bunch of comedians yeah, is probably safe. not the best place to yeah. start. So that's a really good yeah. point, actually. That, that's yeah. answering some questions that we've talked uh, about as a group uh-huh. when we've yeah. met up and stuff. So yeah. thank you for, for um, your wise words. Yes, thank wisdom. you. Thank you. That could be his superpower. Yeah. We always ask, if you were a superhero, what, what kind of superhero would you be? I would... Uh, roll over Wonder Woman and be Wonder Woman basically because I think she's epic. Um, I do CrossFit. How can you tell when someone tells CrossFit? They will tell you. I can't believe I've been <laughs> <laughs> this long with you guys. Very helpful. I'm a helpful woman. I'll be the one who's like super helpful to the point where people are like, no, I don't need any help. I'm trying to. Stop helping Stop me. Stop helping me, helpful woman. Like, yeah, helpful woman. That's your own superhero name. Helpful woman. You're like Wonder Woman, but you show up and go, do you need a hand with that? Yeah. Are you sure <laughs> you're okay? Do you need any help? Do you need me to support you with that? No, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. Like, that's who I would be. I'd be annoying. Annoying, helpful woman. Never. Annoying, helpful woman. So, um, you have your own podcast. Yeah. Tell us about it. We like podcasts. Well, me and a fellow comedian, Alex Perks. Hello, Alex. Hi, Alex. Um, we're uh, WhatsApping, as you do. And uh, we were chatting away and both, you know, he was telling me about dates he was on. I was telling him, um, well, everyone knows I'm single. And I was like, oh, my God, we should do a podcast about this, you know. And he's like, oh, my God let's do it so we've we've done one i'm editing it i've spent like an hour and a half trying to edit it as we speak it does your head in when you first oh. start editing podcasts but you, you i guess quicker oh i hope quicker. so because it's an hour and 15 minutes and wow. we're like right we've got to get that down to at least an hour and i spent like an hour and a half like editing all the massive pauses and i'm still yeah. only one minute one hour 13 minutes well, i'll be editing all <laughs> this down to like five minutes oh my god now, so, uh... sorry sorry i really want to come on your show because i've got enough stories it would make a season (laughs) (laughs) bad date stories oh brilliant because we just oh we've met once to go right what is it and then we were chatted a bit before we started recording then we started recording it's like oh this is something else again so and we stopped and we we went right we need to be more organized because we both tend to go off on tangents and stuff so it's yeah it's basically the podcast is going to be like a magazine show where we're talking to each other about our dating lives but also um you know when you when you go dating like i have i'm probably the cautionary tale you know he's 26 and, and a bloke and i'm 45 and a woman so i'm i'm at the point where i'm like i give up i give up i don't know how to do this properly so it's changed so much to, i mean so like, much. I, i'm happily married and i've, I've yeah. been with Gemma for 11 years oh, to and stay I together I would not have a clue if I, if I was ever single again I, I wouldn't it's all oh, apps, I'm, I'm happily it? single you have to download an app I'm happily single, single. Yeah. that's what we started off the podcast I was going well I'm really happy being single and he's like well what's the why are we doing this it's like well I would quite like to have sex again before I die so it would be quite nice to meet somebody at some point um so, you know, I would quite like to, you know, Again, Christmas and birthdays, yeah. you're like, oh, like, holidays. Those three times of the year, I'm like, oh, it'd be quite nice to have a partner. Uh, even a present. You know. yeah. 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 Well, even that, I mean, I buy my own stuff, so I'm like, you know, I don't, hey, I don't need no man. <laughs> 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 but it would be quite nice, you know. Are talking so... about what I think they're talking about? <laughs> Well, I decided that I'd you. just take it innocently yeah. as possible. <laughs> so you I don't need old man. I've got one of these. You, you just, Whoa! <laughs> All you need you is a dirty, 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 d
just need a what? good a new lawnmower. Duck. What, what did you think it was? <laughs> you need a bloody good just need ducking. A good duck. <laughs> you need a good duck. And if you don't get that Sometimes. job, listen to episode 10 of the podcast. You need a bloody good ducking. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this is taking a turn, isn't it? <laughs> um, so what's the title of your podcast? Blind Dating. And where can we find your podcast? Uh, on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> it will be on everywhere. Um, on soon everywhere. to be released soon on any good podcatcher. <laughs> so, yeah. We're going to start off with SoundCloud, I think, but we're going to try and get on. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we tried so. SoundCloud for, a, for a, our first few episodes and just didn't get many hits. So I've stopped putting it on there. Sorry, uh, SoundCloud, you're rubbish. So where do you podcast your... Podbean. Is that, is that where, good? Is where, that? Podbean, please sponsor us. Where <laughs> uh, yeah, we find Podbean, Pod, Podbean, 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 pretty good. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, we're also part of Brit the, Pod scene. Yeah, like that's a, a community a you need to get in on. Right, British Brit podcasts. We're all very supportive of each other. Oh, nice. Because definitely yeah. could do with that. Because I just thought there's so many. There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a <laughs> where lot. Where they're, they're chatting to comedians. I just thought this would be talking about. I love. I'm very romantic. I lo- loved watching Aww. romantic comedies Aww. and uh, rom coms and stuff. This oh, is why. What guy wouldn't there's want a girl like that? There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> this hey, is I love why what, got, It's like... the argument me and my wife always have. She's always like, should we watch a horror film? I'm like. <laughs> No, can we, can we watch yeah. Lot I want to watch Iron Man 3 again. <laughs> no, I, I like, I like, I'm like, I love things like, I, I do love rom-coms. Love do you? Love What's actually, your favourite? You've got mail. Ah, oh, <laughs> that's a I good love one. It, I love it. Because Meg just lovely. She's so cute. She's so is Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks is just, yeah. He's young and I have a thing for Tom Hanks as well, so, you know. Yeah. Any which way I'm. I like Love Actually. Love Actually is good. Yeah, I do like Love Actually. I can't watch it anymore. I've watched it so much. But Andrew Lincoln bit where, oh. It's so sweet. It is. Angry. Ah, he loved Keira Knightley. Brilliant. So good. And then he's killing zombies. Yeah. yeah. Where are you performing next as well? Where can we find you in the next couple well, of uh, weeks? Next couple of weeks. Well, if, if we, we're know, we know we know we're stalking you. <laughs> we're following you to the, uh, the Swansea Fringe. Ah, oh, brilliant! Yes. Uh, so I'm on the, the Swansea Fringe on October seventh uh, in the Grand Hotel, and I think I'm on at six o'clock, six p.m. So, yeah, if you like Jaffa Cakes and French Fancies, come along. I like a French Fancy. I love a French Fancy. I like the yellow ones. Oh, well, you can have oh. the chocolate ones. So you're, giving out, <laughs> you're giving out these French Fancies at your... Yes, there's a surprise reason why there are French Fancies. Like the Jaffa Cakes, is, I have an interval. Like my, my show is about 50 minutes, like five zero, And there is an interval um, if I give out Jaffa Cakes. Because this is a long time and I'm like, I, we all need... A, bit of a break cup of tea and jaffa cake and then uh later on I, there is um there are there's a good reason for french fancies oh, don't give it away. that should be a surprise be there. <laughs> and then stick around after yeah because because there's a really good sketch no i think we're oh, no, i've heard of these oh, guys before, are we? i think so <laughs> oh. i say go check, along like check. midday and just stay for the day because there's some really good acts yeah, yeah. and people can buy a ticket and have access yeah. to the whole day as yeah. well oh. or you can get a Swansea weekend ticket fringe. and have access to the whole weekend yeah do it swansea fringe yeah uh, so, I mean, I've been asked to do a 60th birthday party, but they're going to come back to me because I so think everyone could show up to like, that. And... <laughs> yeah, great. 20 people. We know they'll be cake at that one. 60th. But I, uh, they're meant to get back to me today, I would have thought. So I do 
don't know. I don't. I said I can do. I can do twenty minutes because I was like, oh, no, I don't. <laughs> so do rough it. as comedy night. Yes, is, when, is where... which is always the second and third of the month. Um, but sadly, Mozart's is closing. Sorry, guys. Oh, so Mozart. It's an what? iconic place, and it's like really bohemian. It's where all the bands used to go. Yeah, it's like a living room, isn't it? Nights. It is like somebody's living. It's really cozy. Yeah. There are lots of musicians who love it. We're going to go, without pausing, to cry. We're going straight down to, from October, we're going to be in uh, the White Swan. No, you come out the train station, you turn right as if you're going back towards Tabati Lights, and it's on the left-hand side. Oh, I know, yeah. Yeah, it's got some great, like, vintage... Fi- I don't think it's ever been done out. So it's wow. it, It's got some great vintage fittings. And we've got the back room. There is a pool table, but it will not be used. Um, and we'll see, you know, uh, they've been very well. Guess Couch, who's, who's, cl- night, who's, um, pub it is, has been very supportive, but we're changing from a Wednesday to a Tuesday, which is a shame because I know a couple of the guys can't make Tuesdays, but we'll see. That's actually just better for me. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but this is it. When, when there's 300 odd, maybe 400, nearly 400 people, a part of the group of mm-hmm. refaz. Uh, we regularly get maybe 30 different people performing every month. You know, I can't just say, oh, one person can't do Tuesday, therefore I'll have to change it. You know, I've only had one person sure say be, I can't I'm do sure it. I'm sure it'll be great. So. Yeah. It's just where, tough. It's where sorry. can we follow Tuesday you? people have a chance. Yeah. All those Tuesday people have been sitting at home going, for years oh, going, oh, I can't do Wednesdays. Getting their dominoes, two for Tuesdays. Yeah. Yeah. Now they can go out and do comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. So, where can we follow fair, you as well? Comedy versus pizza. That is a tough one. That is a tough one. We we follow Sarah in real life anyway, but where can we where can we follow you online? (laughs) I often see you. uh, You Take your bins out. We follow you with my my ninja outfit. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I have a fan page <laughs> as well, but I'll, I'll tend to add everyone anyway. So if you want to friend me, feel free. Yeah, you can we'll put some links in the in Facebook this podcast episode and, as well. Oh, cool. So Facebook is the one I'm on most, but Twitter, Instagram. But I'm trying to be less on social media, I guess, really. Mm, aren't we all? Yeah. When Mark Maron, God of the Comedy Podcasts, his Mister, like, oh, I'm trying to reduce my social media, but he can now. Now he's. You know, he's interviewed President Obama. He can afford to. Yeah, he? yeah. Yeah, he's taking it easy now. The rest of us are not quite so popular, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. I keep writing to Barack. He's not in, he's like, I'm not the president anymore, sir. Oh, he doesn't want to Even be on your though... podcast. He's... No. Uh, that's... Busy playing golf. Off skiing. Mm. And strange. Helping his yeah, wife. He hasn't been on, um, he hasn't been on our steps. show yet. <laughs> he will. Yet. He will. I'll, I'll give him that's a message. That's good positive now, language. Sure. Fabulous. Yeah. Right. Thank, Thank you. you so much for coming. Thank you for My joining pleasure. us in our um, in our scripts as well. Yeah, it's great scripts. In Check out episode ten of our podcast. <laughs> but yeah, thank, thank you, you so for much for me. Jane. You've oh. been brilliant. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We love you, Sarah. Bye, bye everyone. Bye, bye, bye everybody. Bye, bye. my beer money I've been feeling funny can't stop from shaking all this medication I'm taking is wearing off can't shake it off but I know that a beer will put things